Greg Wall and Dan Beeston are smart enough to know better. Welcome to episode 49 of Smart Enough to Know Better. A podcast of science, comedy, and ignorance. Welcome, Greg. Welcome, Dan. Wait, no, that was too awkward. That was very awkward. <laughs> I'm Dan. And I'm Greg. And I'm sure everyone knows Doctor Who knows who that was at the start of the podcast. K9. It was K9. The Tin Dog. Yay! It was K9 Tin Dog. And. Been a lot of Doctor Who related uh, intros on this. Uh, uh, really, that's because we got a lot of uh, Doctor Who people in one go. So, <laughs> at a convention. So. And we, we, and we went, well, we've stopped looking for a while then. Uh, well, then they just, you know, we had some good ones. And yes, I mean, you know, we've had other people as well. That's true. Yay for Doctor Who. That's all I have to say. John Leeson. Goodness me. There you go. My brain went, you are not going to remember his name right now. Thank you, brain. Very useful. John Leeson. Thank you to John Leeson for recording that part of the start of the podcast, which is pretty awesome. 49. 49. El Digito. El Digito. That was, I was thinking, what the hell came? Well, no, double two K9, digits. K9, K9, Good, yes. So an interesting thing I found out about the number 49 is if you take the sum of the digits of the square of 49, which is 2,401. Four zero one. Yep. So what's that add up to? Seven. Yes. And that is the square, square root, root of 49. 49. <gasps> so the sum of the digits of the square of 49 gives you the square root of 49. Woo. That seems a bit tortured. <laughs> it is literally the only thing I could find that was interesting about 49. Oh. I'm sorry. Boo. Oh, okay. okay we don't like 49 anymore. Totally colouring. The this, this podcast, podcast. is cancelled. <laughs> Hey, so uh, we recorded recently. <laughs> Started again. Because hey. their quality just wasn't up for it. You, gentle listener, you deserve better than a mono recording from the beginning of the laptop. That's, yes. We set ourselves up with the proper mics. We actually made a mistake and we're recording from crappy microphones and we got... Oh, it wasn't the first mistake a either. fair distance into the podcast and then realised that we couldn't be heard. Or it, was just... it would have been all right, but at the same time we realised mm. that a lot of what we'd been saying was waffle. nonsense. Terrible waffle. Impossible and, to edit out. Uh, it also, just, just terrible. We just talked over each other. Yeah, like this, and then like this, and then and this. Stop it, <laughs> and then yeah, this is much better <laughs> this time round. So, hang on, we're telling them about a bad podcast that we did by making a bad podcast. We're making it, it worse. It's Podception. Oh. Uh, and then we go. I go. Oh, here's something interesting to tell Greg about Komodo dragons. Not Komodo dragon. Komodo That's dragons. a very different thing. <laughs> it is. Fe- fetishism. Mm. Yif, yif, <laughs> yif to the stars. Yeah, open it up and the dragon comes out. The um... <laughs> Chase the dragon, Dan. I don't want to. Yeah, which is much better than the Kokomo dragon <laughs> as well. Well, they'll, 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 you'll get there fast, but then you'll take it slow. That's where you want to go. Except for the dragons. And the, uh, apparently the guy from Full House is in one of those dragons now. No? The drummer from... The Beach Boys, when they did Kokomo, is the guy who played the cool uncle in Full House. Really? Yeah. Never watched Full House. Really? No. You should. should, I'll go now. (laughs) There's an entire... Get the the box set. 
Right. See a bit of a... It's like, it's as good as Charles in Charge. Oh, it's comparable. (laughs) They are very similar. So Kokomo Dragons. Kokomo Dragons. Komodo Dragons. Komodo Dragons. Of course. Found where? But the Indonesian island of Komodo. Yes. As I was once asked. Where's that come from? Mm, Weird. Where's the Indian elephant come from? India? Yeah. Yeah. What's a jellyfish made out of? Um, um, not jelly. Nor fish. Nor fish. Um, That's but... Right. <laughs> fish alive. Wait, this is broken down. So Komodo dragons. They, and they bite you? How, how they attack someone. Yes? They, yes. Okay. So the story goes that you'll be like walking along, walk, 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 and then suddenly, Wanda! And you get whooshed. Bonsai. And they, no, wrong, bonsai. Bonsai is the... Indonesian. They're Indonesian. They wouldn't say that. That's bizarre. And vaguely racist. And yes, yes, slightly. We'll, we'll, we'll gloss over that. Okay. It just goes, wooja, and it gets you, and you go, oh, I've been bitten. And you make a run for it. And you go, ah, and it sort of goes, heh, 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 and it sits there with this lizard little brain. And it just sort of follows you slowly. And you, you have this huge bite, and you're bleeding, and all the horrible infection from its mouth gets into your blood, and you get sicker and sicker. And then it goes, wooja, and it bites you again. And you go, oh, I've been bitten twice. Why did I stop to buy a Pepsi and you, and from the machine and then and then it, it, more bacteria gets into you and you get weaker and weaker and finally when you can't fight them off anymore they descend and feed. Uh, well, the one I read is that they bite you and then they just let you go and so all these lizards are all over the island biting stuff and letting it go <laughs> and then all over the island everything's dying and becoming oh, a fetid mash and yes. the dragon just keeps stumbling upon meat. That's like dying. Someone else rancid meat. Thanks, Jim. You killed. No problems. I've killed it three days ago. I'll pay you back. Like, you buy, already have. I'll buy this guy. Oh, would you? Or they eat their young too. They're they're a bit crazy. They'll chase their like their young can actually climb trees because they need to. Yeah. Because the old guys go feeling a bit peckish there, grandkids. Nah. I'm like, ah. So they have to run away. This is a terrible moment. Imagine <gasps> that terrible adolescent time of being a Komodo dragon when you go, I'm too big to climb the tree. But I'm too small to fight off Grandpapa. <laughs> oh crap! <laughs> that- just a just a self conscious lizard looking in the mirror, going, "I look. Do I look succulent? Do I look succulent <laughs> I to suck you." In that gut. Yeah. So that's how the Komodo dragon takes you out. It, it poisons you with its filthy, filthy mouth germs. Nonsense. Oh, absolutely not true. Oh. As we established first time we recorded, they shoot you with a gun. They <laughs> they hire a hitman. Bow they're, the, and arrow. they're the only lizard in the world that's developed the technology of caltrops. My feet, bacterial infection. So they don't. Well, you don't get you don't get sick. No, no, no. They bite you in the hope that you'll die, and they'll eat you. Now, what happens? That's a good hope. That that's a good dream, Komodo. Dragon. What happens is that they bite water buffalo, which were introduced to the island. What did they eat before that? Uh, baby lizards, I guess. Anything they could find. Anything, really. Yes. So it bites the water buffalo. Yes. And the water buffalo is like, ah, Jesus, ouch, and then runs where it wants to be happy. Uh, water. In the water. Right. Mm. Water is gross. Yes, it is. Don't it's, just... It's got an open uh, wound. Yes. Water's full of bacteria, gets infected, dies, lizard eats it anyway. Right. So it's not the, it's not coming from the filthy Komodo dragon's mouth. No. It's coming from the filthy water. Yeah. The stagnant, brackish kind of horrible water. Yeah. <laughs> So we've been maligning Komodo dragons for years. Poor buggers. With a poor, filthy... There you go. So next time a Komodo dragon rears up, don't go, oh, it's going to be a terrible infection. Just, just... It's eating me. It, yeah, yeah. It's, it's, hey, it's, it's, eating, it's me. eating me. Hooray. How noble. <laughs> like uh, a lion or a tiger. Life is red and metal, tooth and claw. Everyone loves puppies. 
<laughs> Except Dan. Everyone loves kittens. No. Except Dan. Yeah. Everyone loves all sorts of cute baby animals. They're big eyes and their fluffy brains and their paws and their woogie things. Delectable, succulent flesh. Well, and, and that's seriously, that's why, yes. That, that's one of the funniest videos I watched recently was watching a four-year-old to show them where, where the lamb they were eating came from. Like, like, there's your lamb. Here's a picture of a lamb. <laughs> and this kid, it made the horrible connection and was like, ah! Yes, join me, join me. <laughs> As a vegetarian, uh, it's a terrible. That's a terrible thing to do to kids. But yeah. don't do that. There's actually, and there's a really heartwarming <laughs> video, which is the flip side of that, of a woman trying to get her kid to eat the chicken nuggets, and the yeah. kid's like, "But lambs, like from a lamb." He says, "Yeah," because but the nuggets aren't from an animal. She goes, "Yeah, they're from a they're from a chicken." He's like. But we don't eat animals. We love animals. Oh. And and then it's like, Mummy, why are you crying? <laughs> um, there's a book you should read. It's a little bit crazy. It was written by vegans. So, you know, there, there's the first point. I'm sorry, vegans. I look down on you in the same way that mediators look down on me. I have You always have someone to kick. There's always someone to But hey, hey, what about those fruitarians, eh? <laughs> what a bunch of kooks. That's right. People who breathe their ends. Anyway. I still love you all. The, there's actually a book about we, we don't eat our friends. And you can buy, it's a kid's book about how you don't eat your animals or our friends, you don't eat them. I was reading his book because it was given to me to, because oh, you'd like this, right? I was reading it going, this is shocking propaganda. Like it's really <laughs> scary. It starts off kind of cool. Hey, you know, we don't, we don't eat, we don't want to eat our friends. And it ends with kind of, you know, we wouldn't eat mum and dad. Like, okay. Where are we going with this now? It's a bit crazy. So have a read of it. Anyway, I remember asking my parents as a child, it's like, so can you eat human? And my parents get went mostly no, Dan. No, we're mostly, 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 we're mostly no. toxic. Mostly and, and like, no. Mostly, so what parts can you eat? And it's like, well, um, the toxins aren't in the, the whole body. You might be able to eat like the liver or something or the kidney. My you father, eat, you can eat a lot of the human being. Yeah, your yeah. But yeah. what what about um prions you have to bleed, and stuff? You have to, you have to ble- oh, well, that's yeah, that's a problem. You don't you don't want to eat the brain, obviously. No, you can you have to bleed it properly. Like you want to make sure, like any any beast, yeah, you slaughter a beast, you get rid of the blood as fast as you can. No, no there are succulent, the sweetbreads, and there's all sorts of the your muscles. There's lots of things. But you want, to, you want to cook it. So but you want um, to cook pork. But uh, but mad cow disease came from feeding ground up cow back to cows didn't it yes yes it does yeah. so is not that but you that probably, not a problem you probably for... want to just cook it like cook the meat like you cook most meat yes any pathogen in the meat will probably pass into the human much easier than it'll pass into an animal if you're eating an animal but that's like pigs oh but, i but see you, we cook our food down don't eat the human raw because we're gross <laughs> like humans are full of stuff that we can get from each other yes because that's how it survives it can survive in you so it can survive yes. in me so that's probably cook the reason it. i wouldn't want to so cook it and then, oh, I didn't. Oh, that's opened up a whole new world of culinary excitement. <laughs> I, I was in a very small room with you, Dan. That's getting a bit scary. Anyway, we were talking about cute. Nice baby. and warm in here, isn't it? <laughs> just hold on a moment. I've just got to step outside. <laughs> schnick, schnick, schnick noise. Anyway, cute baby animals. Yes. And, and when you're watching them, they go, they make little kicking noises and kicking noises and kicking emotions. You go, oh, he's dreaming, he's dreaming. And, and, and you go, oh, it's rubbish. It doesn't look like they're not dreaming, which makes me very sad because they were dreaming. But little baby animals yeah. twitch. And that twitch, according to Mark Bloomberg, a psychology professor at the University of Iowa, is actually uh, the baby, and humans do this too, by the way, baby humans do it too, they twitch to work out how many limbs they have. So it's kind of like the brain going, hang on, what's, what's this thing? It's okay, fingers and hands and arms and legs, and they go twitchy twitch, and it's teaching the brain what does what and what fires what. what if you press this button in the brain, what will fire out and what will move? 
It, does, it looks random. The twitching looks random, but it's not. It's, it's, uh, there are patterns to it. So if the baby pulls in its right elbow, it's a very good chance that its left elbow will then move in afterwards, like twitch afterwards, because it's trying to work out maybe how many limbs it has. And the other one is if it, if it raises its elbow up near its shoulder, so it raises up, then it will probably bring in its elbow close to its shoulder as well. So its wrist gets closer. There's these certain patterns of motion. Wait, what? It'll, if it brings up its shoulder, it'll bring in its shoulder? No, sorry. If it brings sorry, up its bring elbow, its elbow and, then bring, and then it'll bring, it'll bring in its bring hand. Its fist. Sorry, fist into its shoulder. Into, yes. Okay. And it seems to be these patterns of... Like of, a strong man, but gro- baby's eyes. Yeah, that's right. So gross motion will, will occur. These certain gross motions will keep happening in a certain pattern over and over again. And in some animals, it's really, really... Um, but, 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 like rats, rat, baby rats, they twitch and almost epileptically whilst they're sleeping, like crazy. But they only do it over cycles of 10 seconds and they wake up and they do it again every 10 seconds. It's crazy twitching. So I think it's putting the brain together. It's like working out everything and later on how to use it. So when you know, it gets chased down and eaten by Komodo dragon, it's like it's got some chance of getting away. But, but, but dogs dream, right? We don't know. How can we know that? Because there's that internet video of the dog trying to chase something yes. and then it wakes up and it jumps up and runs, runs into, into a wall. That, that is quite adorable. Uh, but that was a full-grown dog. That was a yeah. full-grown dog. We're talking about puppies here. Puppies I and guess. kittens. Twitching. The twitching emotions. Okay, something different. So, And it, it, that's supposedly this, the, the theory is now that this is actually the, the brain trying to work out how the body works, what the body is, and how to use it. And, and while the animal is asleep, the brain's still doing its thing. Which I think is pretty awesome. So twitching animals, it's learning how to hunt you. That's what it's doing. Ooh. Your cat's learning oh, how to hunt goodness. you. Oh, goodness. Yeah, like it needs any help. Ah, uh, another cattle duffing solved by the Lone Ranger. And Tonto. What? And Tonto. You're not the Lone Ranger, are you? You're, it's you and me. What am I? Am I not a person? No, no, no. Of course you're. Of course you're. What? No, of course you're a person, Tonto. But you're the Lone Ranger. Well, yes. Well, the Dual Ranger wouldn't really. No, I see. It's not that you're not a person. Yep. It's because it's because I'm the only Ranger. See, oh, oh, so you're the one ranger. Well, I am, they all got killed. You oh, so I, you, I could, you saved me. I couldn't be a ranger. I, I never said that. Oh, no, I think you did. No, you I, inferred it. I, no, 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 no. You you are a, a very, very clever man and and my sidekick. But apparently I can't be a ranger. I did, no, no, I think you might have to work out a bit. But look, you're... Oh, oh, so I'm going to become a ranger, am I? Well, yes. I'm going to walk straight down to the trading post, walk straight in and say, I'd like to be a ranger. Well, yes, of of course, that's perfectly fine. If that's I oh, did, that's fine. I didn't realize that that's what you wanted to do. I, we never discussed this before. Uh, of course, I'd have to uh, vouch for you. Oh, oh, the white man has to vouch for me to become a ranger. No, nothing. My skin color. No, no, you've missed. The point here is, I'm not vouching for you because I'm a white man. I, I'm vouching to you because we're friends. We're we're friends. Oh, Tonto. are we? It's Gerald. What? My name is Gerald. Why have I been calling you Tonto? I don't know! You want to ride a pushbike? I do! Have you got one? You jump on the pushbike and you start pedalling. Yeah. You want to drive a car? Yep. Jump in the front seat, turn the key, off you go. Well, it's not the first time. There is a lot of learning 
skills to bite a No, bite. no, no. But once you oh, know right, how right. to do it... Sorry, I'm with you now. You <laughs> jump in, turn the key, and off you go. Yes, okay. Bus, turn the key, off you go. Yep. Big truck, turn the key. Maybe you got to warm it up a bit. Maybe, depending on the diesel engine. Yes. Yep. Okay. I was wondering the other day, why does NASA make such a big song and dance about the space shuttle? <laughs> You go, oh, we do. days in advance. Oh, we get, it's all going to happen. It's all yes. going to happen. And yep. then it's like, oh, we're all getting ready for that. There's a big countdown. Yeah, yeah. You know, you go but 10, day, but, but, 9, but than 8. That, longer than that. All the way down. Yeah. The, but it's, it, it ends with 10, 9, 8. It does. It, yes, okay. it, does. Well, right. it, it ends with 3, 2, 1, I think you'll find. <laughs> but uh, I, I, you, I don't know, I, how, you are no longer in charge of the number at the beginning I of the like, podcast. I like the idea of going 10. Nine, eight. God damn it, Greg. <laughs> Woo! We're ahead of schedule. Uh, it's very ostentatious to I do see. that. It's a bit, uh, a bit of a big, boy, everyone, look at us. Look at us. And I'm like, well, what are they just, they just sit in there and they wait until one and then they turn the key and off they go. Yes. Turns out there's actually a pretty good reason for a countdown. What's that, Dan? I mean, it starts pretty far out. Days out. Start, yeah, 43 hours out. Oh, there you go. That's days. That, well, yeah, that's some days. <laughs> that's more than one. That's five five hours off two days. Yeah. Yes. That's what I thought too. Right. And I was thinking, why cut themselves into that time frame? Mm. Why? Because that's a long time. That's a lot of seconds. That's a lot of ten nine eights. <laughs> <laughs> and yes. I thought, but, but why would they do that so far out when they, if something goes wrong, they want to give themselves time to change things around, turns out they do. Yes. Starts at T minus 43 hours Mm -hmm. and counting. Yes, and counting. Yeah, and counting, which is just something that they say in the movies. Yep. And there's all this stuff they got to do. So they're doing all the... They're checking out the backup flight systems. They're removing the platforms. They're activating and testing the navigational systems. Then they get down to T27 hours and holding... And they actually pause the countdown. Uh, they stop the countdown at 27 uh, okay. hours. And that's the first built-in hold. Typically lasts four hours. But they can start it up again whenever they want to. They clear the launch pad of all non-essential personnel, mm-hmm. begin loading cryogenic propellants mm-hmm. into the orbiter's power reactant storage and distribution system. So we're talking about the shuttle here. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah, but this is for the space shuttle. That's T27 hours and holding. Yes. Lasts for about four hours. Then T27 hours and counting. So they start the clock back up again and they begin operations to load the cryogenic reactants in. Yes, yeah. So they load in all the stuff that Uh, doesn't go up and then they go, okay, this is the last point where we can load in all the stuff that's going to react with it because we don't want it sitting next to each other for ages just in case someone wants to turn the key in the ignition and take off. Yes, yeah. So (laughs) there's... Then they get down to T19 hours and holding again. So they pause again at 19 hours out, yep. which isn't, of course, isn't a real 19 hours out because there's still more holds to go. Yes, yep, yep. They begin their final preparations of the Orbiter's three engines. Basically, it's 19 hours. If To get through all the jobs we need to do before this thing takes off, it will take 19 hours. But we may take a break somewhere in the middle to fix something or to go have lunch or something. Uh, well, no. I mean, the, the holding ones is for stuff that isn't specifically time-dependent stuff or stuff that can blow out or blow back yeah, in. Yeah, stuff. yeah, yeah, sure. They fill the launch pad sound suppression system water tank. That sounds awesome. <laughs> I don't know. It don't, doesn't make any sense, but it sounds amazing. Uh, they get down to T9 hours and counting, mm-hmm. down to T11 hours and holding, so they hold again at 11 hours out. They do weather and engineering briefings. Mm-hmm. A, a get to the really exciting tests. stuff. I've, get to the exciting stuff. There. T11 hours and counting. They activate the fuel cells. T6 hours and holding. The mission management team and launch director receive weather updates. Mm-hmm. 
So they want to know whether a big storm's going to come yep. in. Yep. They clear the pad of all personnel. Six hours and counting. Finish filling the external tank for its flight. Mm-hmm. T three hours and holding. Another two and a half hours hold. Yes. So, I mean, it starts days and yeah, days yes, out. Yeah, right, yeah. Televised weather briefings, then T20 minutes and holding. NASA test director conducts final launch team briefings. This Com- really, is, there's going to be a huge payoff at the end of this. Oh, there is. Oh, okay, well, then that's fine, because, you know, you're starting to lose me with all the technical jargon. Uh, right? uh, <laughs> T9 minutes and holding, oh. T9 minutes and counting. Right. They start the ground sequencer. They retract the orbiter access arm okay, no at now. 7 minutes and 30 seconds. So they start the auxiliary power units at T minus five minutes. The armed solid rocket booster range safety safe and arm devices, T minus five minutes. Yes. The stable orbiter aerosurface profile test followed by main injured gimbal profile test. Gimbal. That's the T minus three minutes. They, I've seen that. That's when they, they move the engines down the bottom. They make sure they can, that's how it flies. It can it can change its direction of its thrust. Oh, so right. it, it basically swings around and go, Yep, we can swing it around, we can fly this thing. Because it's 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 um it's so controlled. It can't, it can't like just change the wings no well no it's, it's got airfoil things but no but at that you just you're just going you're flying on rockets at this point yeah up we go you know it only uses the wings really when it comes back it might use the wings to stabilize uh but that's about it not not to get to lift <laughs> you don't need to when you stack a rocket to your bum they retract the gaseous oxygen vent arm or beanie cap T-minus 2 minutes, 55 seconds. Yes. Uh, crew members close and lock their visors. T-minus yeah. 2 minutes. <laughs> so they're waiting. Yeah. Oh, you got two minutes. Because they're, they're just sitting there. So how, Everything how's, else? How's it going, Jim? How's, I can see your face. Oh, quick, T-minus. Whoop, T-minus 2. Oh, oh, here we go, gentlemen. Yeah, that's, that's, Click. Yep. Screw, screw, screw. Screw, screw, screw. Yep. Lock. Awesome. Squeegee. I don't know. <laughs> Ha-choo! Orbital, oh, no. I can't get that now. Orbital transfers from ground to internal power, T minus 50 seconds. Yes. Ground launch sequencer is go for auto sequence start, T minus 31 seconds. Yes. Activate launch pad sound suppression system, T minus 16 seconds. Activate main engine hydrogen burn off system, T minus 10 seconds. Main engine start, T minus 6.6 seconds. There you go. T minus zero, solid rocket booster ignition and liftoff. There you go. So. There's a bucket ton. There's a massive checklist. Of course, that's all time sensitive. Hang on, have you just? It's not like starting a bus at all. Are you? Are you honestly, honestly putting forward that you're surprised that one of the most, if not the most, complicated mechanical device in human history has a large number of checklists we need to go through to get it into space? Who knew that rocket science was so hard? We are very proud of our graduates tonight. You have truly honored our late founder's memory, so cruelly taken from us by a 007 agent. Each of you is now fully qualified as a villainous henchman. We wish you the very best of luck in whatever schemes you choose to pursue. Ladies and gentlemen, I present to you the Odd Job School of Villainy Graduating Class of 1964. No, don't throw your hats! Mosquitoes. Ah, oh, yes. Flying along. Yes. And suddenly rainstorm. Rainstorm. <laughs> They're stuffed. 
Are they, yeah, so how do they how do they live? Giant. Imagine if you're... I was that size, it looked like a bus coming would, out of the it sky. Would be, it, it basically it would be a, like a bus. Exactly right. It'd be almost of the same force as a bus hitting you. So how the hell do they survive? Tiny umbrellas. No, they haven't got tiny umbrellas. Big umbrellas. Big, they haven't got big umbrellas. Just... Valets that run around after them, <laughs> keeping Umbre- them dry. Umbrellas. They stay out of the rain. They know when it's going to rain and they f*** right off. No. They're out there. They're just doing the thing and suddenly water falls from the sky bigger than them. What the hell? What do they do? Do they, do they dodge? I can, I, can hear, I can hear the listeners go, they dodge, they duck, they weave, they jive. Oh! They have no idea. They just get whacked by water. But now they look at the people like us and look at the mosquitoes and go, how the hell do you survive that? So if you have a mosquito sitting on the ground, they, the scientists would do, they put a mosquito on the ground and they'd simulate a raindrop and they'd hit a mosquito and it would just get <laughs> and be squashed. Because the amount of force when, when it uh, decelerates generates about 10,000 times the weight of the mosquito when it hits it. When it's on the ground, squish it. And it dies. And they went, oh, it dies. So we thought maybe lots and like millions upon billions of mosquitoes are being killed by rainstorms because they get hit and they get splattered. Aha, no, no. No. When they're in the air, when they're flying in the air, they, they, you're flying up and suddenly, wham, you're hit by a bus of water that suddenly comes out of the sky. But they just go limp. They just go and go with it. And they stop flapping and they get hit by the water and get, it throws them towards the ground. But because their legs are really, and they've got only about 2% of the force because they're going with it, like they just kind of go with the punch, roll with the punch here in this case, yep. roll with it, and it falls down. And because their wings and their legs are so wide, there are torque forces on the, on the from the air, and it flips it out after a while. Like it flips the whole insect away from the water droplet. And it normally falls between 5 and 10 centimetres, and it just goes back on its merry way, it goes, and it just takes off again. Its exoskeleton can survive that 2% impact compared to the, the splattering on the ground because it fell with it. it. It rolled with the punch. It's like a Tai Chi master. I, mean, I must become one with the world. Ah. But the mosquito survived. A clever mosquito. But if it's within 5 to 10 centimetres of the ground... That's, that's not good. Oh, right. Because then it gets hit by the water and it's like, oh, just use my torque forces. And he goes, ah, into the ground and it experiences the 10,000 times its own weight and it dies again. So mosquitoes will normally try and rise up higher than the impact zone. So if they, they, you'll, they say that normally they'll, they'll rise up in the wet rain because they know if they go higher, they have more chance of surviving. Ah. It'd be like playing Tetris. Because the mosquito has got plenty of time to up nice and high, gets hit by a raindrop, boop, goes down a level, and yes. goes, that, I'm still fine. I'll just fly up to the... It'll take a while just to fly up. Go, boop, another uh-oh, one, uh-oh, another one. Uh-oh, go, up, fly, go, I'm doing well, doing well. Another one, another uh-oh. one, another one. It's like, da na 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 It's getting closer and closer, going, oh, shit, oh, shit. So it'd be just like playing Tetris, but life and death. Life and death Tetris. Let's do the walk of shame. Oh, yes, let's do the walk of shame. Yeah. Because I said some pretty odd things, not last podcast, podcast four. I, I, I managed to squeak out somehow that there were five fundamental forces. No one... No five? One, five, no one... Well, I just, that's not I was, right, is it? I, no, it's four. There are four fundamental yeah. fundamental forces. Gravity. Gravity. The weakest one, of course. Weak nuclear. Yes. Strong nuclear. Punching. And electromagnetic. What? Electromagnetic. Never heard of it. Right. And no one picked up on it. No one in the listenership picked up on that. But I, I heard it went, ah, I hate making that mistake. No one did. No one did. No one got, got in contact with me. So just you. Just me. You went, I've just said five. I was incensed at my own stupidity. I just went, oh. But yet no one else was. No one else seemed to pick up on it. I definitely said five. I, I was a bit, you know, there are five fundamental forces. Then I pause 
obviously my brain went, <laughs> you stuffed up, but I moved on. But yeah, it was four. There are four, obviously, four fundamental forces in the universe. The other thing I said, which is really weird, I made a, a comment that the poles, as in magnetic and north and south, yep. switch once every 5,000 years. Okay. And that is not true. No? And I can't remember what... <laughs> Because they are kind of wiggling around and sort of they, they wandering change, a bit, so, aren't they? Yeah, they are. They are now. Yeah. And they are due for a switch soon, aren't so, they? Yeah, but you're talking. I think about by a factor of ten. So every every five hundred years? No, no, no. We're starved. <laughs> I said five thousand years. It's like five hundred thousand years. Oh wow! So I was really, really yeah. But that's that's a that's a factor of of a hundred out there. So sorry about that. Don't panic, everyone. Stop building bunkers underground. We're going to be okay. But the the, the our poles do seem to be changing and do seem to be weakening. So I guess because a pulse swift normally takes about a thousand years. So maybe, ah. maybe we are in the middle of one and you wouldn't know. Yeah. There you go. All right. So what else did I get wrong, Dan? Because you seem really gleeful. Yeah, I am a bit. <laughs> what else did I say? Okay. We were talking about the Kepler telescope. You said it's found thousands of exoplanets. Yes. Not true. Only 891 planets have been found. By Kepler? No, no. In, in total. Oh, really? 891 oh. planets have been found. It has, however, found the Kepler telescope, it has found over 11,000 transit events. But uh, many of these objects are false positives yes. caused by stellar transits or other physical and instrumental conditions not related to planets. Uh-huh. They must then be verified by more astronomical observations to supplement the 132 Kepler-confirmed planets so far. There you go. But out of those 11,000, scientists are pretty excited about a good couple of thousand of them. Yeah. So they're like, oh, I reckon they're very excited about them and they're looking forward to double-checking. That's awesome. Yeah, that's fair enough. I stand sorry about that. Yes, nine, it's about 900. Good. Excellent. I will now remember that permanently. Woo-hoo. You also said uh-huh. that the moon might have a molten core and that this might be a walk of shame. Yes. You're right. That it's a walk of shame? That it has a molten core. Oh, oh so yeah. it's not a work of shame I at thought, all. I thought that my brain, I didn't think that yeah. it had a very small molten core because they still have earthquakes and things like that, or moonquakes. Moonquakes so. is moonquakes. what they are. Yes, yes. And they, But they only, they only confirmed that in a couple of years ago. Ah. Now, they, they took all these measurements mm. on there, but they couldn't actually do anything with the data until the computers got fast enough. Mm. And then the computers were really good and they were able to go, oh, actually, these are moonquakes and judging by the... I, I think they're using tr- uh, trig- trigonometry... Is that right? Yes. What? When you, when you, oh God, try, when you, when you measure some, try, they're using right. triangulation. Uh-huh. Oh boy. Well, they had those two, they had those two satellites go around the moon and based on their position of, on top of the moon, they could actually, and the gravitational effects of those satellites, they could map the moon quite well. Maybe that's what they're doing and too. And they crashed and they crashed them into the north, near the North Pole. But the thing is, if you've got a oh, great moon. big core, an mm. active core, mm. then you can figure out that earthquakes are coming from quite close to the surface right. by measuring it from two different points. But if you're measuring on the moon, you discover that all of the earthquakes, are their origins are very, very deep. Yes. And so they're coming out at that angle. So that's very exciting. Yes. So that's how they figure out that it's a little uh, tiny core, not a great big go. one. Also, it doesn't have a magnetic field. So in, on our planet, we think that our magnetic field comes from a, a moving molten iron core in the centre that's that's spinning around and therefore generating a magnetic field. So it doesn't necessarily mean it can't have a molten core in the centre if it hasn't got a magnetic field, but obviously it's not doing much down there. Oh, it's so deep and so weak and so small that it doesn't really have much of a field. Yeah. If any at all, it has, doesn't have one. So, yeah. Yeah, good. I Excellent. Hooray! I weirdly remembered something with my brain. Yes. <laughs> so what do you got for me? 
Nothing. Yes. I, I got nothing. I, I, you dodged said, a bullet again. You said nothing. You, you said a lot of reprehensible things, but nothing yeah. nothing scientifically questionable. So, oh, okay. So well done on that one. There's one more thing yes. that I want to discuss. Yes, yes. Okay. This was someone pointed out. Uh, Hi, Dan and Greg. I have to call Walk of Shame on your CryptoZoo Green Lantern segment. Not because it was fundamentally wrong with nearly everything to do with physics, which it was. <laughs> I, he doesn't go on to uh, he no, doesn't elaborate. elaborate. Yeah, that was that, so that. I'm just going to say, nah, you're just making stuff up. That's a big call. Yeah, big call. <laughs> Back that up, Sonny Jim. <laughs> yeah, but because you put it in the CryptoZoo segment. Oh, I see. Uh, I, I yelled at my car for you to stop, but you wouldn't. <laughs> now, that's funny if you picture him listening to the podcast in his car as he drives down. But it's much funnier if you picture that he listens to the podcast in his lounge room. <laughs> I yelled at my car for you to stop, but you wouldn't. For God's sakes, Ferrari, make them stop. I'm sorry, I can't. It's like, Kit, get in here. Just a crazy, just running out the front and going, stop. <laughs> Why won't those two lunatics stop car? Okay. They're madmen, madmen. Runs back inside. Now, now this, is, you now, this is something that I have been wrestling a bit Ugh. ever since the beginning of the podcast. Mm. To be a cryptid, someone somewhere has to believe it's real. Ugh. Like Bigfoot or the Loch Ness Monster. Sure. And even from the get-go, our very first CryptoZoo was... Mogwise. Mogwise. Mm. And... No one and, thought they were true, though. No. We shouldn't really call it a CryptoZoo. We shouldn't really oh be calling goodness, it a CryptoZoo. Oh, my goodness. Our entire thing has collapsed. Okay. But... Right? Okay. Oh, good for saved. Okay. He goes on to say, and not even the biggest fanboy in the world uh. would go to say that Green Lantern was real. Right. Now. That's testable. That is testable. <laughs> and let me just remind you, let me just remind you, Phil, that we live in a world where tens of thousands of people have put on their census form that they are Jedis, despite the fact that Jedis practice celibacy. <laughs> and can I also point out with the census data thing when you do that it actually just gets thrown out the census people don't write down Jedi yeah so you can start having sex again yes please start ha! <laughs> there's actually unfortunately the census data doesn't register Jedi in Australia yeah. I know this because my mum's a census agent mm. and so she was like oh I hate them because we just throw it out I was like don't you write down Jedi and she's like no that was an internet furphy and now idiots keep doing it my mum, yeah, she, my mum says idiots. It's funny because she's a proper, proper woman. Proper woman? She's a proper woman. Unlike those half women. No, no, she's. she's those a, improper women. Those improper women. <laughs> Wouldn't know a census form of it. Touched them on the boob. This is the inappropriate stuff we were talking about before, Dan. Sorry. Yes. Sorry. The reprehensible. Yes. Uh, yes. But ultimately, mm. I like the intro song to CryptoZoo. Yes. So uh, it's going to continue to be called the CryptoZoo, despite the fact that it almost never. Uh, I don't think it ever has actually included a cryptid. A cryptid. One day, maybe. Write in maybe. and tell us about a cryptid that we want to talk about. Is there a cryptid uh, around your house? Have you seen it? Do you believe in the Green Lantern? There's clap your hands to the Green Lantern. That's how he gets his wings. But uh, that's not that's not the, that's not part of canon, is it? I'm gonna yes, I'm saying it is. <laughs> but yeah, Phil does seem a bit ang angry enough to yell at his car. Yes, he finishes up with. What's next? A critique of lightsabers and dilithium? Sasquatch or Bigfoot? Who is who? It's all going down at the crypto zoo. Lightsabers and dilithium crystals. No. Oh, okay. There's nothing interesting about dilithium. Like it's a real thing. 
Yes. And I went to Wikipedia and the, the page for dilithium yes. is about two lines long. Yeah. And then it, but there's a Disambigu- link. Disambiguation. Disambiguation. Dilithium in Star Trek is just a tire fucking <laughs> codex. <laughs> Oh, goodness me. So lightsabers, huh? What do we... Why? Lightsabers. Why? No, no, damn. Why? Why? <laughs> I think Mostly like... just to prove a point, Phil. <laughs> Greg? <laughs> oh, we're getting so petty. You know, <laughs> okay, so what are we doing with lightsabers here? Okay, lightsabers. Yeah, they're uh, a sword from the Star Wars don't, universe. Don't ask me how they stop the lights or stops. Please don't. No, God, no. Oh, oh yuck. Oh, oh no. You. Oh, thank goodness. No, this is much more fun than that. Oh, good, good. Okay, lightsabers, great big swords, can cut through pretty much anything. Yes, Now, disturbingly so. some people have read the extended universe of Star Wars and they're going, <laughs> well, actually, Dan, it can't cut through anything. Fine. My point is they can cut through anything. <laughs> now that the new movies are coming out, 7, 8, and 9 are coming out, you can throw your expanded universe in the toilet because it won't have anything to do with anything. Basically, they've come out and said we're writing our own stories. They've loaded it into the cannon and fired it all. <laughs> Sorry, fired it into the nerd rage that's coming towards them. Yes, in our world, no Mara Jane. Imagine that no. we developed lightsaber technology. How would it? No Anakin Solo. How would it turn out to be? I'm just mentioning characters from the extended universe that won't ever exist now. Don't you? Don't, don't I, stop. I, I am baiting them. That's don't, what I'm doing. Don't do that. that. I'm baiting don't, the audience. Don't. These are our listeners. Chewbacca dies. These are our beloved. Chewbacca beloved. dies. Chewbacca gets killed by a moon. He gets crushed by a moon. Don't. You, you're upsetting our <laughs> listeners. The last thing I want to do is upset our listeners. So lightsabers in the crypto zoo. <laughs> <laughs> if we had lightsabers, yes. where would they come in handy in our day-to-day lives in current day 2013 Earth? I think uh, if saving people from car crashes... Jaws of Life. Oh, good call. That's the first one you go, oh, I'm trapped in my car. Thank you, I'm alive. Yay. End of problem. Brilliant. That, that's the big one. That uh, is a, that's a brilliant one. I you. hadn't thought of that one yeah, at there all. There you go. So, so, so emergency services. That's, that, that's my first one. Oh, that's good. I was thinking roadworks. Oh, yes. They're digging out digging out. Because they, they dig out things. big squares of stuff and there seems to be a lot of gardening. It'd be good. Wheat. Wheat. As in, as in harvesting wheat. You know what? I reckon. I reckon you're risk setting a wheat field on fire that way. Do they burn things? They they kind of they just yes. Do they burn things? Yeah. Oh, yeah. They sure do. Because oh. in Star Wars, whenever they cut off a limb, no yes. blood. Yes, cauterizes the what? wound. So it's hot. Oh, good point. Oh, there you go. Okay, so you don't want to do that. Um, a nightlight for your baby if it's scared. Say amputations. Oh, amputations. Wrong. Oh. Bad idea. Why is that? Because uh, I, I just discovered amputation's good. Yes. Cuts off the leg that is necrotic or something and going to kill you. Yes. Stops the blood flow. Mm-hmm. Good. Stops bacterial infection. No. Oh. Very bad. Like, I am confused, Dan. So, because people... You mean the lightsaber, is the lightsaber would be... Or any, any cauterizing of the wound. Right. Using heat to cauterize the yes. wound. So they go, oh no, you've lost your, your wrist, partner. I'm going to take this hot horseshoe and put it on the stump. Ah! Yeah. You're going to live. Stops the blood flow, which yep. is good. Yep. But if, if you know anything about burns, it ruins the epidermis and creates all sorts, all manner. I mean, obviously uh, the epidermis is ruined anyway. Yeah, but yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it, does, it, it does terrible things uh. for, and allows bacterial infection like crazy. Uh, so you don't want to. You want to keep it covered. Yeah. But once again, keep away from air, isn't it? Burns keep away from air. Do you know how they, they, what they do now is they don't cauterize with heat. 
they do it either with electricity. Oh. So they run electricity through a little wire. Ow. So if you've got like a nosebleed, there might be a ruptured blood vessel in your nose. They could stick a bit of wire up there and electrocute it and do it that way or uh, chemically. Okay. Chemically, okay. Yeah. Like, like, a, like an astringent or some sort. My sister had very bad scarring in her cheeks from blood vessels that burst. I don't know what from, but she had like these like red lacy kind of red things on the cheek and she had a laser surgery to have it all, all shut down and burnt. So same thing there, is it? Are you trying to say? Like, or was that not a good thing? That she maybe. Maybe it was electricity. Maybe it wasn't laser. Maybe it was. Maybe they were firing electricity in her face. I have to ask her. I always assumed it was a laser. Like a, maybe it wasn't. I don't know, because there is laser surgery. I don't know. I don't know. We'll have to find out before we, next podcast. We, we po- podcast. Podcast. <laughs> podcast. There, there are places lightsabers would be quite useful. Bakeries. <laughs> as they point out in uh, Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy, it toasts as it cuts. <laughs> <laughs> Fondue sets. <laughs> that would be hard. Very small lightsabers. Uh, it'd be good for drills. Yes. Yes. Like, just, you, just, just pop in and pop well, out. Like, you'd have to, like a drill at the moment sort of guides itself to stay still. Whereas if you were drilling with it, it'd need to be more like a pop rivet. Uh, pop like a staple gun. How about thing. traveling through the center of the earth? You just put it on the bottom, like a thousand on the bottom of your craft and you just press the button and you go, and you just fall through the earth. Whee! 40, what is it? 40, 44 minutes later, you're somewhere else on the planet. Oh, hang on, hang on. Back, but what is, oh, oh we're in, oh, we're about to go down a rabbit hole. We are but, but, full of lightsabers. But what do, <laughs> When the when it cuts through it, does it just sort of disintegrate the matter in front of it, or does it melt it and oh, so have to push spin. it to the side? It has to spin crazily. Would it have to? What yeah, it? it doesn't disintegrate matter because you oh. see in some of the movies they're cutting their way through a big door with a lightsaber. Aren't yes, they? and, the whole and thing it takes down. a while, but Ugh. there's like blobs on either side. So it's heating it out so of the way. So it's heating it out, oh, out okay. of the way. Well, so, so, so you could, yeah, so, be, yeah, so you could make a craft like that, but you'd be going down a, a magma lined. Tunnel, but it, maybe it would cool down enough, and you'd just fall through. What are we talking about here? Now we're getting, we're just going crazy, Dan. We just turned a cold cryptozoo just to spite one listener. That's what we've done here. Hope it works. It's a lot of effort. Look, I know this must be upsetting for you, Charles. That's Doctor Horse. Thank you very much. Sorry, Doctor Horse. But the fact of the matter is that we've had to make budget cuts and it's my difficult job to figure out where to make them. We're already stretched to breaking point, Mr. Baker. There's nowhere to take funds from. Well, that's for me to work out. Let's go through this department by department. Obstetrics, paediatrics. We can't get rid of them. That would be a very unpopular decision. Good. Ah, here we go. The Chinese burns unit. Well, that can be cut. What? No! Come on, what response do you need to Chinese burns? Put a bit of ice in it. Even if you don't, the discomfort's gone in a couple of minutes. Discomfort? What about the weeks of pain and rehabilitation? What about the risk of infection? What, from a Chinese burn? It's not a Chinese burns unit, it's a Chinese burns unit! What? We're not talking about Chinese burns. We're talking about Chinese burns. Charlie Horse, start making sense. It's not a Charlie Horse. Oh, stop being petulant. I've known you for years. I know for a fact it is Charlie Horse. No, I'm Charlie Horse. A Charlie Horse is not a Chinese burn. Yes, it is. It's an Indian burn. You're not taking the Indian burns unit either. A snake bite. People will die. What am I thinking of then? A wedgie? A wet willy? No, no. Nipple cripple. They're called a person with a nipple disability. Invaders. Uh, Pests. Uh, scourge of the earth. Uh, 
geckos. Oh, those poor geckos. Oh, what are you defending them now? Yeah, they're a pest. Are they're they? a bloody pest in Australia. Are these they? these Asian geckos are there or Mexican ones? They come in. They force out they don't. our Australian they, that's geckos. Not true. Not true at all. That's all oh, right. Sorry. Okay. Sorry. I'm getting there. I just ruined all that. Oh God. Sorry. Start again. Yeah, I'm you, sorry. You're just you're too defensive of their cute little beady eyes. But they're, they're lovely, and they're, you just like the fact that girl clumsy hates. That's them. true. And she's gonna get eaten by them one day. But that has to happen. You can see their organs. They're a little bit translucent, and and they uh, yeah, because that, that's that's an appealing I, I part love, of it. Oh, oh, look at the little goat. You can see its heart beating. And, and normally it's really scared. And they're like, oh, don't be scared. I'm not gonna kill you. I'm nice and little lizard. I like them. Yeah. I like geckos. I think they're really awesome. Turns Man out. wild forces keeping them attached to the ceiling. That's <laughs> awesome. That's they're using physics to hang off things, kids. That's why you like them yeah, so yeah, much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Physics. <laughs> and, but they're an invading species. They are, yes. They're from another country. Yes. They're proliferating here. Yes. They do we, well. We've got our own geckos here. Mm. And big, so, big ones and colourful ones. Yep. And quite large, some of them. The geckos that have moved in, mm. they don't displace any other creature. That, yeah, that's that's what I'd read too. That's that, the whole idea that they pushed out the Australian house gecko. There's no such thing. No. There never were geckos in a house. The, it, the only place that geckos like is these big artificial constructs that human beings have made, mm. which are houses. Yeah. So they, they're filling a niche. Yeah. They found a niche and they're, hooray. And you know what they do is they come into my house and they eat the moths. We have moth problems and they go, hooray, and they come and eat our moths for us. It's brilliant. And you see some of them. I love watching them because you get a little gecko and it goes, oh, I, I want to eat that moth. And it runs towards it and it goes, wow, that wasn't, that was a big thing a long way away, not a small thing up close. And it gets there and goes, you're huge. <laughs> and it kind of goes, bite. Uh, no, it's not going to work because the moth's like, I'm out of here. Takes off like a jumbo jet. And the gecko's like, why do I do this? Why do I attack something bigger than my head? Oh, no, I'm not talking about the ground. <laughs> But yeah, they, they they don't. They supposedly they don't take over in niches. So yeah. So stop la- hating on them. Yep. Stop hating on those translucent little scumbags. <laughs> More pests. Pests. More pests. That's what we're doing now. When NASA? No, not, they're not the pests. I don't say. Come on. Um, they were oh, always sucking up our money. Steady on. <laughs> to go to space where it's useless. Stop. Just wasted. Don't. When NASA wants to recreate the surface of the moon, and we already know the moon is. A, d- a bad place for, yeah, a bad for being. Place. Yes, for being. Yes. Mm. It, when it wants to recreate the surface for doing tests and, and it wants that nasty dust. What's, mm. it, what's the dust called? Regolith. Regolith, that's the one. Yep. They use a product called diama- diatomus. Hang on. Diatomaceous. They use a product called diatomaceous earth. And what it does is you can spread it around your house and it kills fleas. Mm, yes. It literally grinds away their carapace and kills them. Oh, wow. So that's the regu- That's what the regolith is. The regolith can be used for the yeah. same thing. Regolith gets everywhere. Yeah. And it gets in, and it gets in like, wrecks your suit. So tiny little, yeah, like, and, angry pieces of... And, and rock. And, rock. And, and it gets into your lungs and it gets into your eyes. So you want to kill and, fleas. Yes. Use uh, moon dust. It's like a physical thing... That just just gets into their carapaces and and buckles them apart. Oh, that's awful. I know. That's terrifying. But that's not the worst of it. Uh, bed bugs. Bed bugs. Supposedly you're not meant to let them bite, but I don't know how. People say that don't let the big bed bugs bite, and you're like, thank you for warning me, but not giving me any way of stopping them. They sound adorable. Oh, little bed bugs. Yeah, little bed bugs. Oh. Like they sound like they've got a little peaked hat on them yeah. and a little dressing Isn't gown. Dan, can I get you a nightcap? 
Would you like me to buy one? I'm not letting you buy it. <laughs> Don't buy it. Oh, okay. Since you asked. Okay. So, <laughs> God, rabbit holes. Bed bugs used to be a big problem. Mm. Then they stopped being a big problem. Mm. Our old friend DDT. Yay! Miracle potion. No downside. No downside. No come up and your kids with it. <laughs> No. Exclamation mm. mark may build up in the ecosystem and yes. do terrible things down the line. Yes. So we had to stop mm. using DDT. Fair enough. The bedbugs have returned. Bastards. With a vengeance. With a vengeance. Oh, they're coming back. Yes. And they're angry. Yes. This time they're not happy, the little horrible buggers. And they are getting everywhere because of air travel. Oh. They're getting in people's luggage oh. and they're moving to other parts I'm, of the planet. I'm actually getting itchier just talking about this. I'm honestly, some sort of weird effect. I'm going, oh, I'm starting to itch. Yeah. So, ah. And it's almost impossible to kill them. It's true. Please tell me the moon can kill them. No. Oh. No. The mo- I mean, drop one on them, That's maybe. Right. Like Chewbacca. Yeah, just... Chewbacca died, killed by a moon. K. Moving on. Shaq. Um, K-Shaq. Oh! Oh, no, I'll give you that. Yay! Woo! Yeah! Okay. Almost impossible to kill bed bugs. Mm-hmm. You, they go without oxygen for weeks at a time or something crazy. Oh, bastards. They, they breed without food. They're born pregnant. <laughs> That's not true. That's Tribbles. Tribbles are born pregnant. Yes, well, that's moving on now. Not in crypto zoos with tribbles. Oh, we should. No. I'm writing that down for next week. <laughs> an old wives' tale, an old, an old custom mm-hmm. in Southeast Europe, the Slavic nations, Transylvania or some stuff, <laughs> is you put down I'm bean leaves. Anymore. You yes. put down bean leaves on the ground yes. at night, mm-hmm. go to sleep, wake up the next morning. Covered in bed bugs stuck Weird. to them. Oh. Take the leaves, chuck them in the fire. They, bed bugs do not like fire. No, good. Oh my goodness, we stopped by fire. Thank goodness for that. Okay, these bead leaves, they've developed a defense against. So this, this actually helps. This actually does work? This actually works. Oh, okay, so you said it's old wives' tale, so it's actually but it's something that works. This works. Right. It's an old, it's a, it's a, well, no, it's, a, it's an old custom. Well, custom, right, right. But uh-huh. it works. Like Ooh. gangbusters. Right. These leaves, they have evolved to avoid getting stuffed around by aphids mm. and uh-huh. their various predators. Yes. The leaves, they're tangled up in a sort of a, a, a microscopic... Like Velcro? Velcro <gasps> surface. Really? And so the bugs, they crawl over it and they get all tangled in the Velcro mm. and they get caught they're up. stuck in it forever. But huh. the bed bugs, they get caught in it and they just pull themselves out and they keep going. Except inside the Velcro, there are teeny tiny hooks... Yes. So the, it, it gets stuck in the Velcro and goes, I'll just struggle my way out of it, and just barbs it, its little feet. A bit, a barb goes through its foot and just anchors it to the leaf, and it can't go anywhere because it, it's literally That's horrific. hooked onto the leaf Ew. with its feet. It's like spiked to the floor, to the, to the leaf. Yes. That's bizarre. And so Nature uh, is cruel. Yeah, but scientists are crueler because <laughs> they're like, well, we have to figure out how to remake this. How can I? And make it so big we can, if a whale crosses it, it'll be trapped there forever. <laughs> we need to, well, they, I think they want to make mattress felt out of it. <laughs> then, so, so you can trap humans forever. No, what? but the bed bugs aren't going oh, anywhere. Oh, sorry, sorry. Right. With, with the bed right. bugs mattress. Yes. No, no, I understand. I, I thought you meant you're scared up to human size. Like, no, like, no. Lie in my bed. <laughs> ah! 
Oh, oh my God, it hurts. And so scientists are trying to remake this surface, but they can't do it. Why not? They've, What's wrong with them? They've got all the tangles. Tell tang- them to pull their finger out. They've got the Velcro bit. Mm-hmm. The bugs are getting in there and getting getting all tangled, but then they just go, ah, and shrug it off and keep moving through the tangle. So it slows them down. So they need the little barbs. Yeah. So they've made the little barbs, but the barbs aren't poking through their feet because the barbs are solid. Yes. And the ones on the leaf, they've got a little hollow tip. So when the... <laughs> When the bug steps on on the little barb, yes. If it's the fake one, it just slips past its foot because oh. it has. A, but if it's the hollow one, it flexes and it kind of finds the gaps in its shell. <laughs> Did this evolve to kill bed bugs? This evolved to kill aphids oh, to aph- trap right. aphids. Ah, oh, I see. But bed yes, bugs yes. are the same size and the same sort of creature. Right, a similar sort of creature, uh-huh. or at least similar enough that they get caught on the leaves as well. That's crazy. So we're getting closer. Are they attracted to the leaf? No. They just wander over and get caught. Yeah. Okay, right. Right, there we go. The war of man versus bed bugs is still ongoing, but we're closer, people. We're closer. Just keep, be, keep, stay alive, whatever may occur. Just stay alive. Bias. Climate change. Yes. What? Can't believe anything that you hear. Because everyone's lying. Everyone's lying. Except- Everyone's gotten a political agenda. Uh-huh. Scientists are getting pressured to get results that will get them more grant money. Oh, it's all about... Oh, you're, you're pulling that one out of it. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's the fat grant money. Yeah, They're yeah. doing it for grant money. So if a scientist Ugh. is employed by an environmental agency, mm. they need to land on the side of the evidence that points towards environmental damage to oh, keep I getting see. paid. Oh. But if they work for an oil company, they need to land on the side of environmental sustainability right. in order to get paid. I see. So if we could get them the same amount of money no matter what the result was, then we'd have a better sense that the results were correct. Sure. I've got a plan which is going to save the world, Greg. Thank goodness. We've been waiting, Dan. We get two scientists, Mm -hmm. one paid by the oil company, one paid by the environmental company. They get paid double normal rates. Right. Neither of the scientists knows who they're working for. Right. So each scientist could be working for either entity. Yes. The entity pays up if the advice comes down in their favour, uh-huh. and then the scientists split the difference. Or you can just peer review. What, what's that? Is that important? Yes. Uh. Peer review reporting. So so you write a report, and then lots of other scientists in your area go, hmm, we think that's right, and that's wrong, and that's right, and, and it's a big, big robust discussion. Yeah, no, that wouldn't work. Because it, does, it does work. It'd be working for thousands or thousands no, of no, 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 years. No, 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 that wouldn't work, because that would rely on the t- sort of person who is a scientist actively <laughs> wanting to prove other people wrong. Yes, and making their, making their fame and fortune. But is that the sort of person a scientist is? That's what they do. That's what science oh. is about. So the, these people are intentionally trying to prove others wrong yes. and come off as being right themselves? Yes. Oh, that'd work gangbusters then, wouldn't it? <laughs> it's cheaper. No one has to get paid a thing. Hooray! <laughs> one of the most successful songs we ever did on this podcast was the... Um, one of mine? Was Yes, Dan, it was one of yours. Hey. And the second last. Uh, well, we'll find out in the survey, which people should go fill in. Very good. Ah, uh-huh, I see. I, yeah. I tied it in quite well. That's beautifully segued in. And, oh, yeah, we've you know, got a survey. We have a survey. That's what I'm trying to say. Yeah. Yes. Go to the website, click on the survey link. And then do it. And then fill out the survey. Right. Unless you've already done it this year. Uh, then don't do it again. Don't do it again. That'll just screw up the results. <laughs> because everyone just went, yes, I'll go do it again. Don't Ooh. do that. Don't do it. <laughs> the the one that was, was one of the success wasn't even one about science. It was it was the Batman one. Oh, no. The Mind of the Bat. Mind of the Bat. That was the one that people seem to get very excited about. So I think I might have topped it. 
Ooh. Ooh, oh, big call. Big call. Big call. was great <laughs> that terrible song was really short i loved it <laughs> do you know what it was you... yes i think i do know what it was what was it dan that was the theme song to the 1970s batman sitcom i guess oh, ba- batman uh, adventure t- series uh, adventure show yeah yeah uh, situation comedy done with samples of bat sounds real bats the bats singing the batman theme song everything you heard then was produced by a bat that's awesome. So thank you, Germans. Ulrich Seidel from Germany. That was very, very exciting for when I found that. Batman by bats. But oh, what do you goodness. want for a science podcast? Uh, I, I, now I want the, uh, the Aquaman song done by fish. <laughs> the Aquaman song. I don't know whether there was an Aquaman TV show. There would have had to have been, wouldn't there? There was certainly the uh, Super Friends. Mm, mm. So, which is the lamest lamest thing ever. Well, I mean, there's X-Men, yes. and then there's the Avenger Initiative, yeah. and then there's the Super Friends. Super Friends. It was, a, it was a nicer time, Dan. And also, they were making Tromic comics for kids, cartoons for kids. So it wasn't like Murderthon and his Blood Angels. No, it was, it was a quieter time. A, a gentler time. I when so. They had superpowers, and they were friends. It was lovely. Mm. Roban Copa! Something like that. Oh, oh, you know what cartoon I loved when I was a kid? What's that? G-Force. <gasps> Battle of the Planets. Battle of the Planets. But, of course, based on the... Japanese yes. TV show, uh, Gatchaman. Yes, that's it. Yes, which I never saw. There's like, a Gatchaman film coming out. Is there really? Live-action Gatchaman. That's really weird. And I saw the one with the, the, the battleships in space. Space battleship? Star Blazers. Star Blazers. We call it Star Blazers, but it's Battleship Miyamoto or whatever it is. That was awful. I saw the live-action video of that. Everyone went, you, Craig, you have to watch it because you, know, you like Star Blazers and you should watch this thing. And I watched the live-action. I went, it was just rubbish. It was just rubbish from one end to the other. Well, I liked it, listeners. <laughs> and so did my wife. <laughs> Terrible film. Just went nowhere. It was space adventure. It wasn't real. It was just people... Oh, too much... I love you. I love you. Oh, we're caught in this thing. Oh, I'm upset about something. Yeah. Too many emotions, Dan. Too many emotions. You know how I feel about emotions. They make me angry. Very angry. You have been listening to Dan at smartenough.org. You've also been listening to Angry Greg at smartenough.org. Don't type Angry Greg. Oh, forget it. Yeah. If you must type Batman at Uh, smartenough.org, that'll get to him. That'll get to Batman. Not to me. It'll get to Batman. (laughs) No, it'll go to Greg. If you'd like to listen to us on Twitter, go to SE2KB. And also Facebook, I've heard. Facebook, SE2KB. Woo! Chat in the forums. Yes, people do. Sometimes. Have a chat in there. It's pretty awesome. Call us out on stuff. Maybe meet a a lovely, charming spam bot. (laughs) Yeah, there's a bit of that going on. I'm taking care of it. I'm sweeping it out. Yeah, we're we're doing it. We're we're, we're over there. We're banhammering like crazy. Oh, it's fun. Banhammer! Banhammer! Give us a big five-star review on iTunes. Or, Or any agnostic program you use that you'd like to promote us on, say what? Sure, go nuts.
Oh, yes, fill out the survey. Well, you already said that. Yeah, but please do do it. Now, but they were too distracted uh, in expectation of oh, the amazing song that you were to bring. That's right. And, and I did I bring it or what? Actually, maybe you shouldn't fill out the survey just now. Maybe you should... Um, <laughs> Calm down a bit. Go back and listen to another podcast that you liked more. Uh, not <laughs> one, one of ours, obviously. <laughs> oh, look, in fact, listen to whatever you want makes you happy. Do whatever you... Have some sex. Get those endorphins running. Then fill out the survey. At exact moment of culmination, fill out the survey. Oh, my goodness. That's... So, so what did you think about the podcast? Oh, ah! oh we're getting a lot of those. That's a bit weird. Oh, my goodness. And <laughs> listen to us again. Oh, should we, should we mention to our listeners that we're involved in another podcast? Goodness I me, that might... Should, I think we can do that. Can we do that? Yeah. Greg and I are also doing a podcast project with John Birmingham. International who, super author who has been on this podcast before as well. Yep. He was talking to us about Source Code, the film Source Code, mm. and he quite liked it. Got a taste for it, he did. Yes, yes. And he went, if those two idiots can create a podcast that lasts for three years, surely an international super author with the power of John Birmingham can possibly do it himself. Yeah. And the or, answer is, he just gets us to do it. He just gets us to do it for him. <laughs> So, if an hour, a fortnight of your old pals Greg and Dan mm. is not enough for you, then there is another hour, a fortnight coming out of Cheeseburger Gothic, but That's it's right. in half-hour chunks every week. That's right. It's called Spartacast, and it's basically Dan and I talking about popular culture with John Birmingham. Talking over the top of us. Yeah, <laughs> and a lot, of, a lot of swearing, I think. There's quite a bit of swearing. We, yeah, we don't bleep the swearing. Yeah, it's, very, it's very naughty. It's a it's bit, very, it is a bit naughty. And, and if you thought this episode was lacking in science, whoo, Spartacast. No goodness, science. Goodness me. No. We, Entire thing, cryptozoology from one end <laughs> to the other. But not good cryptozoology. We talk about the, normally movies of the day and things that are going on. Politics. Uh, politics and, and newsworthy and prism, things. And the NSA spying on us. All that interesting stuff that science apparently isn't. <laughs> How dare you, mass media? I hate you all. Charming. Test one, two, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven. Definitely don't go down and put a, make a sketch about that. That would be um, no? dangerous games. No, too soon. Too little, too soon. It's just kind no. of. Oh, it's ever is too soon. Yeah, it's it's just. And it's Bob's B O B apostrophe S. Cool. Yeah. It belongs to Bob. Bob's bus. Cool. Charters. C H A R T E R apostrophe S. At least you didn't put an apostrophe. Apostrophe between B U and S. Well, yeah, yeah, but, buzz. But, but us. Buzz. But, booze. Yeah. <laughs> I just went. But it's hey, booze bus. You said it's Bob's. It belongs to Bob's. His bus charters. So why would you then put the? It's, every time you see an S, and you just put it in an apostrophe now. You just given up and gone. It's always an S. Maybe. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. Maybe the, the spec was. Okay, I want the side of my boss to say Bob's uh, uh, Bob's bus charters, the best charter company in town. But, but it's but that wouldn't be apostrophe S. Yes, it would. It's it's a it's a contraction. Oh, it's is. Oh, yeah. okay. Bob's, Bob's oh, okay. bus well, yeah. charters the best oh, charters yeah. in town. Oh, that's confusing. Yeah, yeah that's actually trying to. Do. That is confusing. It's there should be another punctuation mark. He should have a little bus behind it that has the correction. They're in parentheses. Yeah. Yeah. A trailer. Yeah. Yeah. Trailer. Well. Yeah. 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 But it'd be more. Maybe it's a banana bus, and it had that, and they just had to cut more conclusion than a trailer. If you think about it, it has to go behind it, not in front of it. Hey. Hey. 
movie trailer. Silly name. Trailers come from. No, I know. When you were getting it, I was like, that's a... Fuck off. That's what I said. That's what I said. And I meant it. Take that, that guy who's me, who you're actually talking to. The problem is that they introduced water buffalo there. Mm. Water buffalo, they like to hang around in the water. In buffalo. <laughs> no, because they're also quite buffaloed there. Uh, yes, they do buffalo, uh, buffalo, 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 mm. buffalo, buffalo. Uh, police, police, buffalo, 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 buffalo. <laughs> do people like puppies? Kittens, ba- baby animals, you know, and baby babies, like baby humans. Don't mind a baby goat. Baby goats? A kid. Yeah, yeah, that's right, that's it. You kid, was that, was that a joke? No. Oh, right. a kid. Oh, yes. So you don't like them? No, I'm not, I'm not kidding when oh. I say that I do like kids. Right. I like so. kids as in kid yes. goats. Yeah, I think so, I kid. No, like, I don't kid. Right. I'm very earnestly saying I like baby goats. Good, okay. Phew, thank goodness you organised that. Okay. <laughs> Kids are fucking right. Good. Uh, I got a little tiny one, and then something that's more. I've heard that. Chat. <laughs> hi, 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 hi. <laughs>